What's up, guys? Welcome to the Week 13 Match of Recap episode. I'm here with Garrett and Hop. I won't ask them to say hi so they don't, don't have to talk in unison like they did last time. <laughs> One, two, three. <laughs> um, Just like we right. practiced. So we're going to do the matchups. We'll move quickly through those, and then uh, we'll go over the write-ups David and I did post-draft and see how those uh, – projections and that analysis panned out um so we'll start here quickly we'll talk about my matchup with james uh, battle of the garbage teams even with dan dola not even playing my team just can't even top 80 points so uh, nothing to say here it's a total crap shoot on james's side he had some talent but nobody really went off aside from Mahomes. um anybody have anything to say here you can ridicule us i think the aj green injury is just a perfect analogy for your season <laughs> Pretty much. Just 1.7 points and it's over. Yep. Yep. I'm sorry, Colin. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> Next we got Kurt versus old Jay squeaking out a win here in a close matchup, but meaningless aside from Jay trying to get points. Uh, Kurt's team, again, since his trades never really was the same, he kind of tanked after a really good start. But uh, on Jay's side, just really not even close to enough to even have a chance if Jake lost. Uh, anybody have anything to add? Uh, golf put up nine, and yeah. uh, he didn't get much from Cooks either. And on Monday night, Golden Tate put up 23.5, which is just so clutch. for Chris. Yeah, yeah, really. Yeah, I just think it's funny that finally Golden Tate and Lander came through for Kurt against Jay of all people. Yeah. Yeah, it is ironic. All right, we'll move on to the matchup of the week. Jake versus Andrew. I mean, after the Thursday night game, we all kind of knew Andrew was going down here. It was really dependent on that matchup, and the Saints as a whole just shit the bed for the first time all season. Um, Jake's team didn't have a great week out of, you know, receivers or quarterback or anything, but he did enough with the kicker and D and just some decent scores out of his running backs. Um, so, yeah, he put all that points for talk to bed here with this matchup. Uh, Garrett, Hop, do you have anything to add here? Don't be so fast about Jake's receivers. My pick of the week, Adam Humphreys, did almost exactly what I said he was going to do. That's true. Yeah. Seven catches, uh, 60 yards, and a score. Yep, yep. Um, anything else aside from that, though? I was kind of relieved that Jake put up a high points for this week because it just saved everyone the drama. Like, if I had won – if I had overtaken Jake by, like, 30 or something and then it was like in between the 25 to 50 mark and I took it that would have been uh, I would have, you know would have been so guilty and stuff so yeah. you know even though I'm not in the playoffs I'm glad to avoid the drama of that situation yeah definitely I think we're all are glad um, alright we can move on here next we got old Hopper himself versus George good end to the season here but obviously just not enough with Jake and just the way that it ended up this week but uh Russell Wilson had 11 completions four of them were touchdowns which is insane His efficiency has just been ridiculous um you know Gordon got the touchdown but aside from that wasn't really targeted Thielen uh had one catch or oh sorry no one touchdown I forgot he got a couple of meaningless catches late after he was uh John with uh Belichick there which mm-hmm. was hilarious um, Gurley, you know, another great score. You can always rely on him. He's never going to 
let you down. Uh, Eckler really was kind of the big surprise there with Justin Jackson breaking out. Um, Peyton Barber went back to being Peyton Barber. Um, and uh, Ebron, obviously, in the absence of Jack Doyle, put up a big score. But, yeah, at the end of the day, just not enough. And Jake ended up with the win. What do you have to say? Ebron, come on, man. Had 16 <laughs> targets. I know. 16 passes. targets? Oh, my God. Yeah. And he only put up 15. Like, that's got to be a huge game. No touchdowns in a 6-0 game. Yeah. Two, two field goals are the only things that were scored. Oof. Yeah, it was a it was a real weird game for sure. Garrett, do you have anything to add? No, nah, I'm just sad that my playoff pick, George, I, I kind of blame myself for taking away Keenan Allen, but didn't really make the push I expected. Yep, you were pretty uh, big on him couple weeks ago so yeah. tough to see all right next we got Garrett versus his dad here um Garrett again just another monster score even with Josh Reynolds putting up four points I mean and Lamar Jackson not really doing much here uh but again Garrett's team is just a monster gonna be really hard to beat James Conner going down is definitely uh gonna ding your team a bit but you got Jalen Samuels already so should be all right. I would say that would be a huge advantage if you could play him in the tight end spot, but you have Ertz there, so it doesn't really matter. Um, and your dad obviously put up a good score, but just not enough. He was let down by Jeffrey, bad quarterback score. Spencer Ware didn't put up nearly as much as what everybody thought he would against Oakland. Uh, and even with Kelsey putting up almost 40, it just sucks to take a loss there, especially with such uh, uh, important implications there with the bye week. Um, Garrett, what do you have to say for yourself here? I mean, yeah, my team is pretty good, but I told my dad midseason to try and upgrade from Jeffrey because he just wasn't producing after those like that three-week stretch with Wentz. Um, but yeah, that and losing Kareem Hunt, I think, just kind of fucked him. Yep. Hop, do you have anything to add here? Garrett, if you were to play Naeem Hines over Josh Reynolds, you would have broken 200 this week. Yeah, I've already done that. It's not exciting to me anymore. Yeah. I will say that Hop's prediction of Aaron Jones as a top three running back did not happen. That game was why that was such an unpredictable game. Oh, I know. I hated Green it. Green Bay lost at home to Arizona. Are you kidding me? Hated every second of it. Yeah, it's funny. I I was saying um, about Travis Kelsey. I remember talking about Oakland that stat with them giving up like the only team over ten yards a uh, target to tight ends. I was like, I could make Travis Kelsey my. Uh, start of the week but I was like I literally have to project him for like 150 and three and he nearly had (laughs) you know what I mean which is ridiculous Um, but yeah that was just the prime matchup and and again I thought too that might be a trap game because it's just such an obvious you know play but he just smoked him Um, all right we can move on to uh, I'm literally just noticing now that on the computer it tells you the total points on your bench as well doesn't do that on the phone that's interesting Um, all right we'll move on to the final matchup here Got David versus Joe. Uh, yet again, David squeaking by with a low oh. score. A low score relatively compared God. to the scores here. And, I mean, David put up almost 150, but still with Tyreek Hill not doing shit. Uh, zero out of Vinatieri, who's been one of the most reliable kickers. Uh, you know, Chubb not doing anything. Like, it's really disappointing for everybody else to see David just get away with in here and get the bye week. Um, I mean, especially with the top four players on his lineup, just by looking at it on the computer, have all 10 points in a row, you know, <laughs> it's, well, it's just the way the season has been going. <laughs> you guys have anything to add here? I mean, again, his, you know, running backs put up a huge score and then Jared Cook had a monster week. So. Yeah. I mean, 
you mentioned those first four, but then the following three after that all were great. So right, right, exactly. It's just bullshit. Well, David, kind of the story of David's or David's team this year is that his you know receivers don't do a lot and his running backs just blow up. And Cook kind of saved and replaced the score that Andrew Luck would usually get. You know, David's the fakest one seed of all time. He has the second least points against, and I have the second most. And I have like three hundred more points than him, and I'm still behind him somehow. It's fucking bullshit. David is the number one seed. Exactly. That doesn't even make sense. <laughs> I thought he was the two. No, he was like the five. Win than Dave or than Garrett. Oh my god. Yep. It's... Oh yeah. Whatever. All right. Well, unless you guys have anything more. Wow, that's depressing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 real depressing. All right. Well, we can move on then from there. We're gonna go on to the uh, write ups, like I said. So let's see here. Where do we want to start? Should we start with my team and demolish me right away, or should we finish with my team? No, let's start with your team. (laughs) (laughs) All right, all right. Well, so uh, we'll just go quickly through. So, you know, he gave quarterback grade. He gave me a D, and Garrett – or goddamn Garrett. David really didn't think Big Ben was going to have a good fantasy year, and I definitely argued with that. And I think he did have a really good year. Um, I mean, his down games were pretty predictable. And even, you know, his game against Baltimore that was supposed to be a down game, he had a monster game. Uh, So he's actually been really usable – this year, so it was definitely you know um, a bad prediction there on David's part. Uh, he liked my uh, wider receivers uh, with you know giving Larry Fitzgerald credit, which uh, apparently he shouldn't have. Uh, running backs, uh, he said the combination of Freeman, Howard, and Ajayi will be solid. But that's <laughs> well, they were all trash. Um, Burton giving him a B with a lot of upside. Yeah, I mean, that was a pretty accurate analysis. He had some up and down weeks. Kicker and defense, you know, he gave me an F and said I had to put my work in, but that was probably the best thing I did all year. That was your bright spot. Right, I know. (laughs) bad. And then so here, you know, I said, I did say I think I had one of the strongest starting lineups, which is obviously wrong. But then the next one, I said, uh, if a starting player of mine were to go down, I'd basically be rolling the dice with my replacements because my bench players need time to go off or time to uh, develop, which is exactly what happened. But my entire team just imploded, not just one guy. Uh, all right, so go ahead, guys. What do you what do you have to say? It's crazy. This is way different than the way it ended up. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot that changes between the draft and the actual season. Yeah. Garrett. I think the most haunting sentence is this is one of the deeper benches when you factor in a combination of Wilkins and James White. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. I tried to oh, that's that. sad. Yeah, so... yeah gosh. All right. Just, <laughs> just horrendous. What's horrendous? I mean, it's <laughs> there looked to be so much promise in this. Like, AJ yeah. Green, top wide receiver, Larry coming off a good year, and just it all just burnt up. Yep, very quickly too. <laughs> I think a, a big a big factor for your season was what you mentioned where you need time for your players to develop and the problem was you you went 0 and 7 to start off. So I think that's <laughs> right. It took too long. <laughs> I was constantly dropping those guys to try and pick up yeah. fillers and then they would go off on the wire and then my whole draft strategy was out the window. Um honestly, I mean I said it to Garrett, I probably said it to other people before. I think I came in trying to too hard to prove myself after the win last year and you guys making fun of my points again. So I was trying to draft all like the, you know, sneaky upside rookies and then it just imploded. So, you know, I definitely had the Super Bowl hangover there. I think the other thing would be David mentions the wide receiver depth you had and he's like, one of them will probably break out to be a wide receiver three. 
and it ended up being John Brown, but you dropped him pretty quickly, so right didn't really work out. I know, I know. All right, well, we can move on to Hop then. Um, so starting with the quarterback, you know, gave Russell Wilson an A, and Wilson actually has been was pretty big letdown for the first half of the year, and he's been coming on lately, but he still hasn't had any monster games because he doesn't throw that many passes. They just happen to be touchdowns, but his yardage is down. He's not rushing, but he's still been usable. Uh, wide receivers here, you know, talking about Thielen, Gordon, Hogan, uh, gave him an A minus. Really, outside of Thielen. Um, there wasn't a lot of usability early on. And then once Gordon was traded, you know, he had more, but uh, the receivers were more of a letdown, you know, yeah. running backs. Gurley obviously has been great. Nothing to say about there. McKinnon is obviously, you know, I, I forget about that all the time that you lost McKinnon in the preseason. So really hard to speculate there. But if you saw, see what Matt Breed has been doing, you got to imagine McKinnon would, would be doing at least that. So that's really tough here. Um Tight end, the hop Hooper thing. Hooper ended up coming on late, but it took a while. Um, the kicker Hooper was the great all season. <laughs> yeah, great yeah. all season. Yeah. Well, and the, the way there's the, so many should. Yeah, yeah. The way the way there. tight ends have been, he's he's been a startable wide receiver, startable tight end. He's been, he's been tight startable, end absolutely. Like, it just great. Wasn't, you know, I wouldn't go as far not as great. great. Yeah. Um, and then uh, the kicker D, you know, he said something about New Orleans, but obviously you've been streaming just like everybody else. And New Orleans actually has kind of come on lately. Just beginning of the season, they kind of imploded. Um, but yeah, I mean, to give you a B plus overall, I think that's relatively fair. I mean, especially well, especially before the McKinnon injury, it's definitely fair. Um, and like I said, you can only like, speculate what what could have been. But uh, what do you guys have to add here? I think uh, I, I expected a much bigger year from Allen Robinson. I think that, aside from the McKinnon thing, I think that was the biggest letdown for me with Hop's yeah. team. Uh-huh. Uh, I was happy with, with my Russell Wilson. He just has a pretty high floor, and like you said, he doesn't have big breakout games, but I'm happy with him putting up like 21 or something every week, so I'm that's all I want for my quarterback, right. really. Wide receivers was my – Ended up being my low point, even though David loved it. Loved my wide receivers. Uh, and the running back-wise, I lost McKinnon, so that really sucked. But, you know, Gurley was great. So I had to figure out my second running back all season, which was a struggle. Yeah. True. Yeah, and we said early on that your team would be relatively boomer bust. You don't have the variability that Joe had, but you definitely had more, like, up-and-down weeks than some teams like Kurt, who was always in, the, like, the 120 to 135 range, basically. Uh, yeah, obviously. I, I picked up Burkhead. That was my replacement in like week one. I traded Lockett for him with uh, Jay. Right. And then he got injured for season, and then it just kept it continued to happen that way. <laughs> yeah. And then Bilal Powell was my other replacement, and he got injured for season. Right. Definitely. All right. Well, we can move on then. Um, Jake's team, uh, quarterback A plus. Well, Aaron Rodgers was a pretty uh, big letdown this year compared to what he's done uh, in the years before, obviously not including last year with the injury, but he's always been a top five quarterback. And then this year it's just been a huge letdown. Uh, receivers, you know, we David nailed it there. You know, star-studded lineup. His receiver's been doing great all season. Um, running back B minus, you know, Le'Veon obviously is the huge letdown here. Um, but with uh, – I mean, what, I, I forget, what were his running backs at the beginning of the season at the time of this, outside of Le'Veon? Yeah, Mac, and... Right. Because he, he picked up Philip Lindsay later. Oh, C.J. You know. Anderson, too. Right. Oh, okay, yeah, C.J. didn't do anything. And Mac, Mac wasn't a bad pick, but it just took way too long for him to come on. 
Um, yeah. But, yeah, so really the running backs there was just kind of a total implosion. But he really saved himself with that Philip Lindsay pickup, who's been awesome. Uh, George Kittle has been, you know, an A-plus tight end, especially getting auto-drafted. Um, kicker defense, you know, is not really relevant at the end of the season. But, yeah, I mean, Jake's team overall B, you know, definitely end up kind of exceeding this projection just in different areas than we thought, I think. What do you guys think? Yeah, I think, I mean, it gets out to – gets it out of the way really quickly. His receivers are just too good, and that was really what carried him besides the obvious James White and Philip Lindsay thing, but having Julio and Sanders, like, no one expected Sanders to produce like he did, so I think that was a really big thing. He got you to those Juju and Sanders for, like, 20 bucks in the draft. Right. Yeah, definitely good picks. Yeah, here, um, I think this analysis actually ended up being pretty accurate with the end of the season. Uh, wide receivers were great, QBs great, uh, tight end was actually even better than B, although when you read the write-up, it looks like David felt like it should be an A. Um, but I think when it comes to the running backs, he played the wire pretty well. He got um, Philip Lindsay, and then he traded for James White, which was his, which really made his team pretty good, and that's why he's in the playoffs now. Yeah, definitely. And like we kind of glazed over with uh, the tight ends there, we should give David credit. I mean, a lot of us probably heard that George Kittle was a potential sleeper, but I know David was really big on him. Like you said, expect big things out of him. So definitely a great preseason uh, prediction by Dave there. Got to give him credit. True. We can move on to uh, old James here. Uh, quarterback grade Matt Ryan, He gave David gave him a B. I mean, he was really solid up, in the past, up until the past couple of weeks when he's really – uh, been getting nailed with some pressure and stuff, but uh, he's been pretty usable all season. Uh, you know, wide receivers, digs, end up getting traded away, but uh, Robert Woods was a great pick. Um, Devin Funchess was also kind of a letdown, but he had some usable weeks um, for sure. Running back grade, um, David Johnson, Shady McCoy, and he gave him an A-, minus. Um, definitely an over-projection there, but easy to see how he would think that they would be an A-, minus. you know, um, he did say that, you know, Shady McCoy is at the tail end of his career, which he was, which was a good, um, you know, call there. And like a lot of us thought that, I, I'm sure. But, uh, yeah, David Johnson here is obviously the big letdown. Um, tight end grade, I mean, what he had Gronk and Olsen out of the draft, I believe. So mm-hmm. that didn't work out nearly as well as uh, we would think, giving him an A-plus there. Uh, kicker and D, again, not really that relevant. But overall grade, B-plus. Uh, I mean, I think he was coming out of the draft. I mean, he had some wins early on, but it just between the trade not working out, David Johnson having a down year, uh, Gronk not doing anything, he just kind of got some bad luck there. What do you guys think? I think this one ended up pretty different than the, what it looked like at the draft. Um, I actually was never – that high on David Johnson. I never thought he was going to be A-plus just because of the risk involved with him. Um, but, yeah, I mean, this is accurate with what the draft did, but I think it's interesting that he goes, I won't be surprised in the least when I see James in the playoffs this year. And James is in the bottom of the toilet bowl. <laughs> oh, wow. The bottom of the toilet bowl. Yeah, yeah I think uh, David and Colin kind of differ in their opinion on Stefan Diggs which obviously James has a different opinion of Diggs and most sensible people who watch football. Um, I think that obviously hurt him a lot. But, yeah, it was just unfortunate that two really star players severely underperformed in Johnson and Gronk. So 
can't really blame James. He got Mahomes, the highest scoring fantasy player, and still couldn't do it just because those guys underperformed. So, yeah, it's tough breaks. Yep, I agree. All right, we can move on to Kurt. Um, quarterback grade B for Kirk. Yeah, that's been pretty accurate for Kirk. Maybe a B minus. Honestly, he hasn't been nearly as good as people thought he was, or some people still think he is for some reason. Um, B minus for the receivers. I mean, I remember. Kurt had Mike Evans. We also had Dez, Crabtree, Corey Davis, Cooper Cup. Those were some actually pretty good picks. Corey Davis obviously didn't come until late in the season, but uh, I had to snatch one of those away from him, unfortunately. Uh, running back grade, you got Melvin Gordon and uh, Joe Mixon. I mean, so for a C plus, um, his running back was really the most solid part of his team early on. Um, tight end grade, he gave Kyle Rudolph a B plus. Kyle Rudolph's been a huge letdown this year, but nobody really expected that. Um, Kirk. Really liked his tight ends last year, so we all kind of thought, I'm sure, that Rudolph was going to do better than he did. Uh, kicker and D, Kurt didn't draft him. I don't think he did nearly as well as he would have liked to um, with the kicker and D streaming, but uh, overall grade C+. plus. Uh, yeah, I guess that was pretty accurate. Early in the season, Kurt looked like he was better than that, but at the end, he kind of evened out there. Uh, Garrett, what do you have to say? Yeah, I think the running back grade is pretty harsh, considering Melvin Gordon has been a top five back for a while. And Joe Mixon was pretty prime for a breakout. And he also had carry on Johnson, who people were unsure of that line's backfield, but definitely proved himself. Um, the receivers, I think if he keeps Cup and maybe makes a move for Evans and upgrades that, I think he could have had a pretty solid year. But, yeah, the defense thing was spot on. Probably the most spot on thing of this write-up. <laughs> yeah, Hop, what do you have to say? Um, I agree a lot with everything Gary just said. Um, I think the running back grade is really harsh. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. Especially when we just gave so James an A- minus for David John. Like, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. But... yeah. Yep, not quite. We'll never know what goes on in David's mind. All <laughs> right, we'll move on to Garrett's team here. Uh, quarterback grade. Of course, David gave Jimmy G an A. He was doing all right. He definitely wasn't an A, but then he tore his ACL, so we all know what happened there. And then Garrett traded for Tommy Lugnuts, despite my constant telling him that he had to trade for Tommy <laughs> Lugnuts. And uh, Garrett, the fantasy genius, doesn't know what he's talking about, so ha. Huh? Um, <laughs> wide receiver grade, A-. minus. I mean, Goodman didn't really do anything, but yeah, Hopkins was great. Uh, Demarius didn't really do a whole lot all season. So definitely wasn't an A minus with your starting group, but finishing out the season, I mean, you have the best receivers you could ask for on a single team. Um, running backs, you know, with a C, a Saquon obviously by himself has just been a monster asset. And uh, yeah, I mean, you didn't have Connor at this point, which is why I hesitated. And I had to think about it for a second, but uh, Crowell wasn't, hasn't been awful this year, but he definitely hasn't been consistent. And then uh, Jamal Williams, really has been a letdown, but you obviously fixed that early on with the uh, James Conner pickup. So, yeah, that was definitely um, not an accurate running back grade there. But tight end, obviously, Ertz, one of the best. He's been great all season. Kicker and defense, Zerline has been great, aside from the fact that he was injured half the season. But Jacksonville definitely wasn't a playable D. And, you know, like I said, you end up dropping them to get, you know, more depth and stuff and in bad matchups. So, uh, Garrett, what do you have to say for yourself? Yeah, it's crazy how different my team looks from this. Um, I was really hyped on Goodwin, too, just because of his talent. He had pretty good production with both Jimmy G and um, – what's his name? Who else? Who started before? Whatever. He had pretty good production last year. 
has a lot of talent, but he's just either always injured or just, you know, the Niners as a whole just kind of imploded. But other than that, I pretty much built my team off of trades and pickups, so can't really say too much about this. Yeah, you definitely made the best waiver moves all season. Some solid trades. Hop, what do you have to say? Yeah, I think uh, Garrett's team is really based off the trades and waiver wires, like you guys have said, throughout the season. So that was – so, the, I mean, the picture of Garrett's team is just wildly different than what's on here. Except for Saquon. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we can move on to David's team. Um, of course, David gave himself an A++ plus <laughs> for uh, Tom. <laughs> Tom, he was pretty good early on in the season. Then he's had some letdown games. And, again, his letdown games are hard to predict. Um, but Andrew Luck, obviously, was uh, really – solid all season and uh, just really kind of out produce anything or what everybody really thought he was going to do coming off that surgery, especially with them, you know, barely testing him out in preseason. Um, so, you know, even though Dave didn't get to uh, too many 30 point scores out of his boyfriend, Tommy, he still uh, got more than enough out of luck there. Uh, <laughs> receiver grade D plus. He forgot to draft receivers. That's been the story all season. Still hasn't really fixed it. Just lost Kirk. I mean, again, he's been dealing with a lot of injuries, too. Uh, running back grade, A-plus. Obviously, it's been great all season. Nothing to say about it. Tight end, Delaney Walker snapped his ankle. Um, so that didn't really – we didn't get to see how that would have panned out. And uh, we'll get kicker and D, obviously. Um, but overall, grade A-minus. Uh, a little high for his team, but obviously, apparently not since he was the one seed. Um, but overall, I mean, you know, obviously, like I said, Delaney Walker, we don't know what he would have done. But aside from that – Pretty solid analysis on his team, I'd say, at the end of the season by David's grades, at least. Yeah, I agree with that. I think that his running backs ended up being great. He's got, like, two top five guys, I think. He's got um, – I mean, this tight end, Delaney Walker, was supposed to be great. Um, Andrew Luck's a great quarterback. He drops t- uh, Tom Brady, but still, get you know, I'd give him an A for quarterback. So, And then wide receivers – has been a struggle all season, but he ended up getting Juju, so he was okay. But draft-wise, yeah, D-plus. <laughs> yeah. Garrett, do you have anything to add? Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's been the same story. He has that really solid running back floor from Zeke and Mack. Um, Dalvin Cook, he didn't even really get to use most of this season, and then he picked up Breda. But the receivers thing, he just took so long to make a move. Even when he had Fuller, it was just kind of like off and on. Yeah. But – yeah, no. His running backs have carried him all season. And the low points against, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I will also point out, of course, because I have to, that with David giving Delaney Walker an A-, minus, I said I respect his talent giving him an A- too much. Uh, Walker's getting up there in age and currently dealing with an undisclosed lower body injury. He's a great player, but he could wind up with a serious letdown. I called it. I called the snapped ankle. <laughs> all, right. Um, all right, we'll move on to Jay's team here. Um, quarterback grade, Goff, you know, obviously way exceeded the B. Uh, he's had a couple of down games recently, but all season's just been awesome with some really monster games. Um, wide receiver grade, um, Devontae Adams, Jarvis Landry, Brandon Cooks, definitely been deserving of an A-. minus. Landry's been dropping off a lot lately, but especially early on in the season, they were pretty money. Um, and he also had really pretty solid depth there. Um, <laughs> running back grade. Then, yeah, F. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, probably harsh, but still pretty been shit all season. Never really fixed it until late in the season with the Nixon trade. Um, but outside of that, really no uh, reliable depth there. Eifert with a B. Well, he got injured too, but he was 
pretty usable um, up until that point. Uh, overall grade C. Yeah, I mean, I think Jay's team kind of came on a little bit late with some trades and stuff. But, yeah, I think a C is a pretty fair grade for his team. Yeah, this one's pretty much spot on. Um, a minus for receivers. I think in Jay's mind, he valued his receivers a little bit more than anyone else did. Uh, before after this he injured, you got Lockett, which has also been a pretty good play all year. But the running backs have just been the bane of Jay's existence all year. Just until recently with Mixon, and then that little stretch with Yeldon, he was just putting in random, random ass combinations of backfields you don't want to use. Yeah. I remember Jay being really mad about this A minus grade. He was like, oh, no, yeah. you get an A <laughs> or an A plus, um, which is funny. But um, running back just killed him, like you said. And I think spending $40 on Derrick Henry during the draft <laughs> had a huge impact on his team for the entire season. Yeah, definitely. Especially when you could have gotten a guy like Jay Ajayi for 12 bucks, man. Yeah. Well, no. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah. No, I mean, there obviously were a lot of players that went for more yeah. than that that went, did obviously way better than Henry. But that's how every draft goes. So, uh, But, yeah, I mean, still no excuse for 40 bucks on there. Really. No. And no excuse for George to even be thinking about bidding that much either. You can't forget about that. <laughs> um, all right, well, we can move on here. We got uh, Andrew's team, quarterback grade. Um, Drew Brees been – Great all season, one of his best fantasy years in recent history. Um, his wide receiver grade, um, we gave him a B plus. I mean, with Michael Thomas, I mean, he had some really monster weeks, but then he also had some down ones. So I think Thomas is more, you know, deserving of like an A. But then also when you go on, you got T Y and Amari. T Y was injured for a bit, and Amari was really boom and bust. But you know, late in the season, now his receiving core is probably you know easily an A. But definitely early on in the season, I think that's a pretty accurate um, grade there even though David graded them a B plus and then at the end said, I can't give this better than a B. <laughs> um, but running, back, <laughs> running back grade, David gave him a B minus with Royce Freeman and Marshawn Lynch. Um, and I, I, you know, I on the bottom here disagreed with them. Uh, Marshawn was pretty usable up until the injury. Um, and then Royce Freeman, you know, early on, basically what we said was that they just had to do enough to get his team by with some big scores outside of that, which is what he did. And, you know, he's kind of shored up that running back core later in the season. But, uh, yeah, definitely he didn't have the strongest running back core, but definitely wasn't a D minus. I mean, he had a solid C, but that was enough with, you know, strong points uh, everywhere else. Uh, and David gave a pretty accurate grade of just his face smacking the keyboard when he talked about Jordan Reed. Uh, you know, he had two really good games early on, then some really horrible games, and he didn't even seem like he was on the field. And then he went nuts with Colt McCoy, and then had a shit game last night. So, yeah, it's really tough to tell what's going on with Jordan Reed. But, uh, David gave Andrew an overall grade of a D plus, which is really harsh. I mean, even with that really bad, what four or five game losing streak, um, Andrew's team has really been solid all season. He just had a couple bad breaks and some tight losses, but uh, D plus was far and away. A, uh, it's harsh, and this team ended up making the playoffs. So. Right, I gave I gave him a B minus with very high upside, which still probably was too low grade. What do you think, to, or Garrett? Yeah, I think the D minus for the running back is just really harsh. He doesn't even mention that he had Mark Ingram stashed on his bench. Uh, Marshawn Lynch, even though I wasn't a big fan of him, was good enough to trick James into thinking he was still valuable for like the first five weeks. The first four weeks, he didn't go below twenty points. I think so. I don't know, yeah, twenty points. Definitely a better. I think than nineteen D-. was his lowest score. Something like that, but yeah, I think the running backs thing was just. I understand the wide receiver score because Amari. Cooper's been really streaky. 
T.Y. Hilton, like I said, everyone was kind of questioning the Andrew Luck thing, but David definitely missed on the running back prediction. But like you said, Andrew hasn't really needed much of anything else besides that Breeze and Thomas stack for the most part. Yeah. Definitely. All right, we can move on then. Uh, next up, we got George's team here. Oh, another rough one. <laughs> Quarterback rate gave Cam Newton an A minus. Spot on. Cam Newton's been really good. A couple down games, but he's going to be a top five quarterback at the end of the season. Uh, wide receiver grade. Keenan Allen, you know, didn't do shit until George traded him away, and then now he's having his second half resurgence here. Uh, Marvin Jones and Shepard were spotty. Um, probably end up being more of like a B minus than a B, but. Uh, Still not a bad grade there. Uh, running backs, you got, you know, Fournette and uh, Lamar Miller, Kenyon Drake. You know, all those names, you know, now at this point in the season, you think, damn, that's, you know, an A-plus line or maybe an A lineup. But uh, early on, they were just such a letdown and so tough for George that it really just buried him early in the season. He didn't have any chance by the time these guys actually came on and became useful. Uh, tight end grade C, you know, Davis City thought he was going to get a ton of blowback, but he was, you know, spot on, and I agree with him. Evan Ingram had – one of the highest drop rates last year, and he was only forced into targets because of so many injuries with the Giants. Jimmy Graham has never been – or not never been, but in the past few years hasn't been a yardage guy. He just makes all his money on touchdowns, and Rodgers doesn't use him. So, I mean, that was pretty spot on there. Um, and then kicker D doesn't really matter. Oh, actually, I should say he picked New England. He's had him all season. So, uh, that was – you know, an A-plus is his best player probably. Um, but yeah. overall, overall, he gave George a B, which – Looking at the team early on, I don't think it was a bad grade, but obviously ended up not being anything close to the garbage pile that George's team was. Yeah. Anything to add? Uh, Fournette getting hurt hurt his team. I mean, his team was looking better in the draft than it ended up being because Fournette was supposed to be good. Um, but, yeah, I think this was a good analysis of his team. Yeah, I think – it was just like a kind of sort of similar to the Collins team. Like some of the guys just took too long to develop. Keenan Allen really came on after week seven when I traded for him. Uh, Lamar Miller and Kenyon Drake really had a couple of good weeks in the past, like since week nine. And then, like I said, Fournette being out most of the year, just didn't really give George too much chance at even competing. Yeah, it's too bad. I feel his pain. All right, we'll move on here to uh, Joe's team, uh, quarterback grade. But he had uh, Wentz, you know, he said B-minus with A-plus upside. I think that's pretty spot on. They've had some really huge weeks, but also some real stinkers there. Um, wide receiver grade, Michael Brown, uh, Tyreek Hill obviously get an A. DJ Moore and Calvin Ridley took a few weeks to come on. DJ Moore took longer than Ridley, but obviously Joe knew what he was, you know, doing here with his receivers. Although they have been boomer bust, it's been enough to get Joe – to one of the top places, almost to a uh, bye week. So, uh, running back grade, he had Kamara, Chris Thompson. Uh, Dave thought he was going to be a dud, which I guess he was. When he was playing, he was pretty good, but then that injury has kept him out for so long he hasn't been usable. So injury-prone. I know. Rashad, so Penny, Rashad Penny didn't do anything. But, yeah, Kamara, I mean, it's tough to see a C grade when you have Kamara in the lineup, but it's just because of the lack of depth outside of it. Yeah. But, again, he's been you know getting enough out of it, and now that he's kind of fixed that position – um, tight end grade, you know, and Joe Watson, well, you know, Joe has been the tight end hoarder all year, but, yeah. you know, he's gotten some multiple, I think zero point weeks out of his t- tight ends, but it's just been tough all around. If you didn't get one of those top three guys, um, and Joku for half the season seemed to be one of the best tight ends up there. And then the past what five weeks, he hasn't done shit. So it's just really tough to grade, but I, I don't think B was a bad grade considering the tight end landscape here. Um, and then kicker D Philly D wasn't 
really what we all thought they would be this year. Um, and they said, who the fuck is Harrison Butker? It doesn't matter, though. It's a kicker. Well, Harrison Butker has been number two probably next to Zerline in most points this year for a kicker. So actually a pretty good grab. Um, overall grade of a B plus. I think that's pretty accurate. What do you think, Hop? I, I think this was a pretty good analysis of his team and uh, overall B plus. Yeah, I think that's about right. The team ended up going to the playoffs, so it's good. Yeah, yeah. It was it was, it was definitely a little bit streaky, as Colin said, and is right up in the bottom. But um, if he would have done a little bit more with the running back position, less with the wide, like if he would have moved Ridley or one of those lesser guys early on and gotten a big running back name, I think he probably could have secured the buy. At the bottom, I said I see a seven and six season out of Joe's team. But if you savvy, we were pickups could change that. But he finished eight and five, so it was pretty close. But yeah, like I said, I uh, yeah, I said he was going to be boom bust all year because that's the type of team he put together. But again, it was enough to uh, get him into the playoffs, and he could again once you're in, all you need is a couple wins here. So uh, yeah, I think you guys are right, and I think David did a good job here with his analysis. Um, nothing really changed for Joe's team throughout the year. And then finally, if you guys are good, we'll move on to Manny's team. Um, quarterback grade here, he had uh, Deshaun Watson, um, you know, B-plus with A-plus upside, I think is pretty accurate. He uh, had a couple pretty down weeks, but has also had some really solid weeks. Um, wide receiver grade, he had a C, you know, he had Odell, Alshon, Randall Cobb, Edelman. Um, later on in the season, this wide receiver core has actually been, you know, a B plus, you know, A minus probably, but early on it definitely took some time. Cobb had a good game week one and then just kind of fell off the face of the earth. But uh, receivers definitely outproduced, um, you know, what we thought preseason. Running back grade with a C, you know, he had Kareem Hunt and then Aaron Jones and Ty Montgomery. Um, you know, Kareem ended up being a monster and then Aaron Jones came on, but too late, you know, not too late, but later on in the season. But uh, definitely. I guess now with the hunt news and at the end of the season, it'll probably be a uh, C grade running back core out of those players, but uh, <laughs> end up doing a lot better for Manny than we thought. Uh, Travis Kelsey, yeah. top tight end, nothing to say there. Uh, Goskowski and Minnesota D actually were pretty solid, but yeah, I mean, there's really been not a single defense this year that has just been playable week in and week out. Um, but Goskowski's obviously been great as he has all year. Uh, overall grade, it was a C by David. Um, obviously not a, uh, or has obviously outproduced that grade, you know, Manny's team nearly got the bye and has just been one of the strongest teams all season. So uh really good season out of Manny. Definitely didn't see it coming. Um, what do you have to add, Garrett? Yeah, I think the – I could see the running back grade because he really didn't even have a number two, number two running back before. Jones came back from suspension. But wide receivers, even though Jeffrey was hurt for the first four games, he was pretty productive for that middle stretch for like four or five games. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Edelman, I think he was pretty undervalued. I think David was a little bit more high on Chris Hogan, but he's been pretty usable as a pretty high upside wide receiver three all year. And then, I don't know, I think Odell kind of came on slow, but it's been pretty productive. So I think C is just a little bit harsh for their wide receivers. But Yeah. Did you mention Hogan? Yeah, I think in a, an earlier write-up, Dave was like, oh, I think Hogan's got Gurnis trust while Edelman's suspended, but that definitely was not the case. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh I got you. I got you. I thought you were saying that Manny had Hogan. I got you. Hop had Hogan. Right, right. Okay. Yeah. It's on the contrary to Garrett's team. This team looks very similar currently than 
it looked during the draft. There's not much changing going on. He's got, you know, OBJ, Alshon Jeffrey, um, Edelman, Aaron Jones, Travis Kelsey. It's like the same team that he drafted. And right. he took him all the way to top three team now. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think the last thing would be Colin hating on Cream Hunt, saying he's going to regress and being wrong yet again. You know, Colin knew that he was going to get um, – he's going to get in trouble for this whole – Ordeal that he's in now. He did. Right. That's that's what oh, yeah. is. That's when you get kicked out of the league. You don't get any <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah. No, I, I I paused when I was you know going over Manny's quarterbacks. I realized when I was reading the write up on Joe's team, I read it wrong as he had Wentz and Watson. So that sounded I'm a little weird. I'm sure if Joe was listening, but uh, regardless, whatever. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> All right. So that's the end of uh, the pre-draft write-ups definitely interesting to see how things turned out you know we were pretty accurate with a couple analysis and then some we were just completely off um you know it's like we've said some teams are pretty much the same as they were post-draft and some were completely different so uh interesting to see next year how those uh how those things go and if it's the same people with the same kind of team construction or if it's really just kind of random year to year Uh, i'll definitely be interested to see that you guys have anything final to add I want to add how how big a deal it is that the season is not won during the draft, and you can tell how much things have really changed and how different the landscape is in the playoffs now in week 13 or 14 compared to what we thought it was going to be. That's a good lesson. Yeah, definitely. I remember last year I drafted my team, and it was like the worst-looking team projected by Yahoo to be like 0-13 by the end of the season, and I ended up – same team ended up being first place at the end of the season and losing the finals. Yeah, I wonder who I wonder who beat you there. Uh, I think another important <laughs> lesson, another important lesson we've learned this year is not to declare yourself uh, the best fantasy player in the league halfway through the season because you might get squeaked out of playoffs at the last moment. <laughs> well, I was, yeah, I mean that's you know I'm still the best. <laughs> yeah, that, that's true. You guys both declared yourself the best and are both not in the playoffs. We're the best uh, turn in the toilet bowl. That's what we were trying to say. Yeah, sure. It's like the, uh, the playoffs. Down to me versus Hop in the toilet bowl. <laughs> the playoffs inverted this year, I think, from last year. Yeah, I mean, definitely a lot of people. I think what David missed out barely last year. Now he's in. Manny wasn't in last year. You and I both were. Yeah, definitely interesting to see. Jay got third last year. He's not in it this year either. Yeah, I think for me, my lesson is that James and Kurt should be assigned to share a team next year so they can put together their donkey brains and make one functioning team <laughs> and, stop and have checks and vetoes on what trades they can and cannot make so that we don't have this type of situation happen again. That sounds like really dangerous. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> something. They got to combine for something. Who knows what the kind of crazy shit that would come out of that oh, <laughs> so God. trades that would be made over there and like oh, crazy brainstorming they would come up with oh jesus it'd be half redskins and half only white players <laughs> yeah i think it would compete would we ever do that if are we 100 percent sure that jake has the most white players on our team yeah we should do that analysis yeah we'll, we'll get to that one on the preview Maybe he'll dump some tonight so we don't call him a racist. <laughs> Just man, I could probably trade him Thielen for whoever I want. Yeah, change Jake's team name to All Whites or KKK or something like that. <laughs> white power. Yeah, I'll change it. All right. Has anyone reminded him that James White's actually black? Not yet. I don't. Not yet. Not yet. Okay. Yeah, Jake, if you're listening, just 
wanted to let you know. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, we'll close it out here. Uh, we'll see you guys either tomorrow or the next day on the preview episode. See you later. Good night. Good night. <laughs> what? <laughs> what are we, Bobby? Good night. <laughs> it's my bedtime. All right. Bye. Bye.